Orioles looking to sweep the Red Sox. We'll take it to the top of the first. Adam Popo Jones facing Doug Fist Fister. Here's the pitch, and he swings it, grounds it fair down the left field line. And it hugs the wall, going all the way to the corner. A run scores. It's a double for Jones. The throw comes in toward third to Bogarts. And Adam Jones, another hit with a man in scoring position, giving the Orioles a 1-0 lead with a hard ground ball double down the left field line to 65th RBI. And there's a drive to right field, sliced down the line toward the corner. Mookie can't get it, hits on the track, and hops into the seats for a ground rule double by the pesky ball. And it's 2-0 Baltimore. Here's his pitch. Swing a hard shot, fair down the right field line. It'll get a run home. It hugs the wall, goes toward the pesky pole. Devers on his way to second, and he's in there with an RBI double. And the Red Sox break the long drought. It's 2-1 Baltimore with a tying run at second. Mookie Betts, 381 with men in scoring position, facing rookie Miguel Castro. Runners ready to roll. Here's the stretch. The payoff to Mookie. Check swing, strike three, goes down Mookie. He threw him a fastball. Mookie couldn't pull the trigger. It was a tough pitch down and away. And the Red Sox leave him loaded for the second straight inning. They stranded 11 men over six. It's 2-1 to one Baltimore. Swing and a ground ball. Bounce the deep first. Grabbed by Davis. Underhands to the pitcher. And the Orioles sweep the Red Sox. Orioles take this one 2-1. to one. The Red Sox lose their fourth in a row and get swept by the Orioles at home for the first time since 2014. Wade Miley improves to 8-10. He goes five innings, allowing one run on seven hits with four strikeouts. Doug Fister drops to 3-7. The Red Sox lose their fourth in a row and get swept by the Orioles at home for the first time since 2014. Here's what John Farrell had to say about the loss. Yeah, you know, more than anything, Johnny, a day of frustration. Uh, we did a very good job of giving ourselves or creating opportunities uh, when you consider the number of base on balls, the number of base hits, uh, but they scattered them. Uh, somehow they were able to put together a combination where we didn't uh, combine many, uh, and we had a couple of big opportunities. Uh, bases loaded uh, one time, first and third multiple times. Uh, all the while, Doug Fister's doing a great job of keeping us in the game, a, a seven strong innings of work by him. Uh, but I think you take away from this a little bit of frustration, but at the same time, uh, I thought we did a very good job uh, of creating the opportunities presented. Uh, just with the series, what were your general takeaways and what kind of things do you guys have to do better when you go into Toronto on Monday? Uh, we've got to pitch a little bit more consistently. Uh, that, that goes without saying, and we did that today. Uh, but, you know, we're in a little bit of a dry patch. Uh, you know, you look at the last four games, uh, early leads given up uh, by the to the opposition, uh, but uh, you know you take away that the the turn of this last game in this four game stretch, and certainly today in this last game of the series, uh, you know we, we played a solid game, and yet a two out base hit was elusive. What was working for Fister today, and how do you feel about him going forward? Well, he, he's he's kept us in the game. Each you look at the last five starts he's made for us, he's worked deep in ball games. Uh, he's been in control. He's found ways to work out of a jam today, a second and third nobody out situation, I believe, in the fourth inning uh, that he did an outstanding job to minimize damage. Uh, but he stays out of the middle of the plate, and that's the biggest thing. You, you know, we go back to um, when we were on the West Coast. He did it to his credit. He made a, a tangible adjustment in those deliveries, allowed him to more consistently execute pitches. He's doing that. John, hitters will tell you that you can't aim the ball. Uh, but when you're in a slump like this in terms of clutch hitting, is there some, something more mental about it, you think, than, than a regular guy? Is 
No, I don't think anyone's trying to, uh, you know, make up for two previous bats at bats with one particular swing. Uh, when teams are going well, you, you find balls that are mishit, that find holes. Uh, then when you square balls up, uh, you know, they're off the wall or in the gap or over the wall. So, you know, today was one of those days where, again, men standing all over the bases uh, and elusive was the key base hit. John, you're, I think, under 500 now in games started by lefties. How surprising is that given this lineup and this ballpark? And specifically, do you have to rethink maybe Chris Young's role given his struggles against lefties all year? Uh, at this point, you know, I, I haven't thought much about how we're going to adjust things. Uh, you know, we're in the final 30-plus games, and, you know, we, we've got a, a tough road to hoe ahead of us. Uh, and, and you look at all means uh, to, to put together a combination that's going to be successful. We know that Chris has had some uh, different issues this year versus left-handers. Sometimes it's the outlier uh, where the, the splits become reversed, in which they are this year for him. So uh, more than anything, we've got to go out and continue to, uh, stick together as we do, uh, and we'll get through this tough patch. Uh, it's you know it's a pitch at a time uh, to to turn the ship around to turn it around. Yeah. John, did you think that maybe the Devers at bat would get you guys going with the following off four pitches? Yeah, it was a big at bat, Dan. Uh, eight or nine pitch at bat. He battles off uh, a number of pitches against a you know a unique right hander who's got good good stuff and givens. Uh, he's able to get the you know the double on the, right inside the bag for the RBI, thinking that we're getting some momentum in that inning. Uh, but, you know, again, stranded and missed opportunities. John, what are you seeing with uh, Hanley with runners in scoring position this year? He's really struggled in those situations. They made some pitches. He, you know, they, they've elevated in close to him uh, where, where they feel like there might be a hole to get to. Uh, but, again, uh, you know, uh, I don't know that we can pinpoint or, or put all this on Hanley. What did you think of Devers' approach at the plate today as opposed to the past few days? Pretty consistently. Uh, you know, I think it's been pretty clear over the last 10 days or so how opposing pitchers are, are attacking him. It's good to see him uh, adjust to that, particularly as much as Givens tried to pound him in for the double down the right field line. So uh, you're, you're seeing a, a young guy uh, that is forced to make adjustments, and uh, I think today was a good showing in to, to do that. Just a thought, John, uh, you touched upon it earlier, but the, the seven-game trip coming up with everything in front of you despite the four-game losing streak. Yeah, th this is where our team has performed at its best. Uh, when we're, we're faced with some adversity, uh, we, we band together, we rally around one another. We, we certainly know that the seven games is going to be – and, heck, you could say that for the last 32 games that are remaining. Uh, we, we've got a, a, a good challenge ahead of us. Uh, but uh, have, have loved the way we've responded to challenges throughout this year. Monday, the Reds are in Toronto for a series against the Blue Jays.